بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله الصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا ومولانا محمد وأصحاب سيدنا ومولانا محمد وبارك وسلم رب الشحي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحفظ وحفظ النساني فهم قولي رب زني علما اللهم إني أعوذ بك من أربع من علم لا ينفع ومن قلب لا يخشى ومن نفس لا تشفع ومن دعاء لا يسمع ويعطمك دعاء الله سبحانه وتعالى اللهم بارك لنا في شعبان وبلغنا رمضان أما بعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته I start by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala I'll praise him to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to send his salutations upon his messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us sincerity, to give us ikhlas, to give us purity of our hearts and our minds uh, in, in the endeavors that we make to communicate and to share our thoughts with regards to uh, the da'wah of Islam with any any particular endeavors when, when it comes to doing something for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for purity of our hearts, for the, for the purity of our intentions to do it only for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, we also ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for knowledge which is of, of uh, we, uh, we, uh, we seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for knowledge which is of no benefit. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from a heart that is never satisfied. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from uh, from a dua that is never responded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also from a heart that is not clear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the last but not least, we make the dua of Musa alayhi asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make our endeavor and our articulation uh, and our speech of the of the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the, the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala eloquent upon our tongues and clear so that people are able to uh, are able to convey and people are able to understand the message that we are trying to communicate in a clear manner inshallah. With those opening words, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I want to welcome you all to yet another edition of the weekly live learning show with me, Hafiz Shaban on Inspire FM, one of 5.1 FM. It is the 11th of uh, April 2020, which is corresponding, I believe, to the 17th of Sha'ban, 1441. So we are literally uh, a, a stone throw away from Ramadan, and we are broadcasting, of course, to, um, to Luton on 105.1 FM, and also broadcasting live to some of our sister stations who also... Uh, transmit this particular show on the stations, inshallah. And, and, and as part of the current uh, pandemic and, uh, and uh, preventative uh, and uh, steps that we are taking, we are broadcasting from, from, from our home studios, makeshift studios. So if you hear any interruption during the transmission in the next uh, one hour, inshallah, then please uh, apologies in advance, and that is the reason why you may hear some interruption, inshallah. Anyway, let's move on to, to the show for this evening, inshallah. Uh, and as part of what I introduced last week, right, so this is a three-week special. In the run-up to Ramadan, this is a three-week special, this being week two, as we focus on the weekly live learning show on preparing for Ramadan. And 
preparing for Ramadan is uh, is something that I I would reflect upon. You would reflect upon every year as we run up to Ramadan. We would be reflecting that you know we are getting closer and closer to the month of Ramadan, right? Uh, and last week I discussed why do we need to prepare for the arrival of Ramadan and why it's so important that we give the, you know, the due diligence, we give the, the necessary importance, significance to the month of Ramadan and preparing for the month of Ramadan. We discussed practical steps that we can take for preparing for the month of Ramadan. Uh, and, and we discussed that last week, right? Uh, and in fact, in the current climate and the current climate for those who may you know, listen to this, this reminder in the future, the current climate is the climate of lockdown, a current climate of death surrounding us. A current climate of a pandemic, a current you know climate where you know everyone is locked and and no public gatherings are allowed, where the the public places of worship, the communal places of worship, are locked down, are closed down. There are no masajids that are open that we can access and we can pray to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala in a collective, in a communal way in which Islam prescribes and encourages for the believing community. So that is the. The social context, the context of constant daily reports on the number of deaths that have occurred within the last 24 hours. A, a spirit, a, an atmosphere in which there is a collect, where there is a daily briefing by the government in the UK, by the government in America, by the governments around the world on how far the pandemic is creating a crisis in the respective countries. That is the climate. That is the climate. That is the atmosphere. That is what is surrounding us at the moment. When I talk about Ramadan and preparing for Ramadan, I don't even need to really give an explanation. I don't really need to give an explanation because subhanAllah, our climate today puts things into perspective like no other time, probably in most of our histories, in most of our lifetimes. Right. So it's already very apparent, very clear why we need to be really this year giving Ramadan the attention that we have probably never given it, likes of in the last 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, or however long Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us in terms of a lifetime. Nevertheless, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us and reminds us in the Qur'an that we should remind one another, for verily the reminder benefits the believer, we are here discussing and, and providing a reminder for myself as an individual and for you as, as the listeners, so that we may take heed and we may take reflection and we may ponder and then we may, you know, uh, undertake the actions that are necessary. So last week we discussed and I discussed why we need to prepare for Ramadan and prepare for its arrival. And of course, as I said, the social context that we are living in at the moment puts it even more at the forefront of our minds and our attention when the world is completely engrossed by death. Right. Today, inshallah ta'ala, I'm going to be discussing why Ramadan or this Ramadan will be different. This Ramadan will be different, right? And all of you who are listening to this reminder know that this Ramadan will be different. It's inevitable. We are almost you know, two weeks away from Ramadan. Almost two weeks away from Ramadan. And the lockdown, the lockdown, okay, seems to be, you know, no closer. The end to the lockdown seems to be no closer, right? So we know it's an inevitable, and by the government briefings we're hearing on a daily basis, we know that the lockdown is still several weeks, you know, it, it, you know, there's several weeks to go before we can see some kind of a relaxation. 
around the lockdown, right? With with Ramadan away two weeks, and then the four weeks of Ramadan, you know, we will be extremely, extremely lucky if we come out of Ramadan and the lockdown in its current form and shape has completely been lifted. If we are able to even, you know, my dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that we are able to, we are able to benefit from a few days at least, a few days, even the last few days, right, of Ramadan in the masajids. But Allah, maybe I'm being too ambitious, but yet I make the dua, I raise my hands and I make dua to Allah that we get some, even a few nights, a few days, right, of Ramadan and the last 10 days of Ramadan, the nights and the days when we are when we are, we are seeking Qiyam and I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we get the opportunity to then you know, con- congregate and get together again in the masajid. But I think I'm too ambitious. I'm being too ambitious. But if we get that opportunity, then alhamdulillah, and we may be able to seek Qiyam al-Layl in the masajid. But in all reality, if I'm going to be uh, you know, a, a realist, uh, if I'm going to be a realist, then perhaps not. Perhaps not. And that is why this Ramadan is going to be a Ramadan when the entirety of the Ramadan, the entirety of, of Ramadan may be completely different. Of, you know, which will be a Ramadan without the Masajid. A Ramadan without the normal traditional activities that we undertake, that we rely upon to give us a boost in the month of Ramadan. May not be feasible, may not happen, may not be you know, you know, a reality. And therefore, we need to really contemplate and we need to discuss and we need to think and we need to put some practical steps in place that this Ramadan is going to be different. It has to be different. Right? How are we going to respond to this? How are we going to take advantage of this? How do we make the most of this opportunity? And that's the question that I'm going to be raising and I'm going to be trying to answer, inshallah. But I'm going to be sharing some practical tips with you uh, as my listeners, inshallah. And maybe, inshallah, I will be able to benefit as an individual and you may be able to benefit as an individual. And before I go into that, remember, remember, remember in the most difficult of times and tribulations and tests from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there is always hope. And the, the believer is always optimistic. The believer is always positive. The believer is always looking towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a, in a positive way, always expecting you know, the, the best, even in times of trust and trials and tribulation. And this is when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests us the most. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, glad tidings to the one who believes, who understands these are tests and trials from Allah, turns to Allah in patience, in, in prayer, and in dua. So I remember, I remind myself and I remind you, in the time of trial, test, tribulation, be patient, turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, turn to dua, turn to uh, uh, the salah, inshallah ta'ala. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make our tests and our trials easy upon us. Ameen thumma ameen. So if I look to a traditional Ramadan, right? And if you look to a, a traditional Ramadan, the traditional Ramadan, right? The traditional Ramadan would have been a Ramadan when we would be looking forward to, you know, spending the Ramadan in collectively. Collectively. It's not, we don't really, a lot of us don't really make, we, we, we don't really, Focus in terms of Ramadan as, a, as an individualistic and an individual effort and an individual focus to better myself as an individual. But there's a lot of communal activity, right? Understandably, right? And a lot of us, in fact, 
we rely upon the community, we rely upon the collective ibadat, the collective actions and the activities, right, to, you know, to boost our iman, to boost our iman levels, to boost our spiritual levels, to boost our communication with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and to boost our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we rely upon the atmosphere, right? We rely upon others, we rely upon the, the collective environment of the masajids, of the iftars, of the community, of, of, of the haram, of, of, of a spiritual you know, atmosphere and an environment, like the, the environment of, of Makkah, right? So traditionally the masajids are available and they are packed from the first day of Ramadan. Are they not packed? With iftars and preparations and salah, subhanAllah, you go to a salah, a jama'ah in Ramadan and you will, you know, you will not be surprised. It will not be surprising that you can't find a, a, a space in the masajids. So the masajids are overflowing. If stars are, you know, are, are grand in the masajids, then we know of the taraweeh parades in the masajids. We know of the aitkafs, and we know, Subhanallah, the, the, the surplus numbers of people attending the, these these activities. We know of the qiyamul layls in the last ten days, which have become a tradition and become a, a you know something that are, have, have proliferated amongst all of the masajids. We see people reflecting between salahs in the masajids, praying, reciting the Qur'an, meditating, reflecting, dua, supplication. And we find this in terms of in the masajids traditionally. We find these thoughts at home when we're inviting our friends, our neighbors, and inviting the ones who are probably not as well off. And we're, 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 we're allowing or we're trying to gain the reward of, of spending and cooking and and you know, providing iftar for others. In the community, we see so many activities around collective iftar, sadaqah, community initiative, big iftars, and so on and so forth. And then what about the tradition of visiting the haram, visiting al-Makkah al-Mukarramah or Madinat al-Munawwara in the days of Ramadan and in especially the last 10 days. And then the taraweeh prayers. And then we, uh, we, then we compete with one another in terms of the itikafs in the masajids and subhanallah many of the masajids are oversubscribed and have to turn people back because people want to go to the masajids to perform the itikafs in the masajids in the last 10 days right so subhanallah subhanallah this is what we've been accustomed to for the last 40 years for the last 30 years and last 45 years 50 years however long allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed for us and then there are those of us that have to work during this period of ramadan and we have to get up in the morning and then we have to you know we have to uh, compromise even on our uh, uh, sometimes on our salat tarawees and okay, i'm late because i have to wake up in the morning and i have to go to work and i have to do the commute and subhanallah there is no more commute there is no more work. We're in lockdown. And then others, we have to go and do the school rooms and all the extracurricular activities and the weekend run. Subhanallah. Now we're in lockdown. And all of that has been cut. Right? So subhanallah, this is the norm. This is the norm that we were accustomed to. And now we feel like we are fish out of water. We feel like we are fish out of water. And we, we are asking ourselves, how are, what am I going to do? How is my Iman going to be boosted? How is my Taqwa levels going to be boosted? This was the month of Ramadan, the month of the Masajis, the month of the collective atmospheres that we were looking forward to, to boost our Iman levels, our spiritual levels, our, our, and try to gain the motor from, 
from being among those who received, who are the recipients of the mercy of Allah, the forgiveness of Allah, right? And those who escape from the fire of hell in these days of Ramadan. And now I am finding myself in lockdown. I find myself like fish out of water and I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And subhanAllah, this is why I'm going to spend the next half an hour of this, of this radio show. That this is what I've just outlined is the traditional Ramadan in which we, rely, we relied upon the community, we relied upon the massages, we relied upon the collective, uh, collective atmospheres for our iman level, for our spiritual levels, for our, for, for to, to make the most out of Ramadan. But now, this year, 2020, 14, 41, Ramadan, we are in lockdown. We are in lockdown. And therefore, we need to understand and we need to realize that this Ramadan, yes, we need to push up our Iman levels. Yes, we need to push up our spiritual you know, levels. Yes, we need to boost our communication and our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, we need to make sure that we are the recipients of the mercy of Allah. We are those who are forgiven by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this month of Ramadan. We are among those who, who escape from the fire of hell in this month of Ramadan. But how is that going to happen when the massages are going to be closed? How is that going to happen? when that community and that communal atmosphere is no longer present to help me boost my email levels. What am I going to do? And this is where you need to now realize that you cannot rely upon the collective atmosphere as you traditionally did until now. This is when you have to realize that you can't rely upon you know, the collective activities in the massages, in the community that you perhaps relied upon previously. This is when you can't rely upon necessarily being in the haram, being in Mecca al-Mukarramah, being in Medina al-Munawwara, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward all of those who made that intention because we are no longer able to travel. This is the time when you need to realize that you will not be able to perform the itikabs in the masajid for those of us that intended to perform itikabs in the masajid. But we need to realize and we need to understand that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us a beautiful, beautiful opportunity in this lockdown, in this self-isolation. Subhanallah, I tell you, wallahi, when I was reflecting upon preparing for this show this evening, but everything that is not available to us, I found an alternative that is available. And subhanallah, for every trial and tribulation, and wallahi, you don't understand how my heart feels and my soul feels, when I, I, I discussed that we're no longer going to have access to the massages and the tarawees and the itikafs and the qiyamun laylas and, and all of those beautiful, beautiful things that we all love in the month of Ramadan. But I also realized that subhanAllah, this is going to be a Ramadan when I as an individual have to pull up my socks. This is a Ramadan when I as an individual have to take the responsibility and I have to go away from we and the community to I. To I as an individual, what am I going to do as an individual? This Ramadan is about pushing the I, pushing the we inside of us to make it count, to make most out of it. This Ramadan, we are being forced to go back to almost the Ramadan of the Sahaba radiallahu anhu. And subhanAllah, I was thinking, it's about, <clears throat> remember the times, remember the scenes of, of the message of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa in the month of Ramadan, he would go to the cave to meditate, he would have to leave the city, he would have to leave the town, he would have to leave the hustle and the bustle, right, of the of, of, of Mecca to Mukarramah, and he would have to go to the Awari Thawr or Awari Hira, and contemplate and reflect, and just between me, between him and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, 
this Ramadan, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us a lockdown, has given us self-isolation, has given us, you know, where we're locked in our homes. And wallahi, in that is a huge opportunity. And I am going to be talking about in the next half an hour, this opportunity that Allah has given me, that Allah has given you to push the I inside of you. You know, this concept of I and being individualistic is generally a concept that Islam really frowns upon. We're not an individualistic society. We're not an individualistic ummah rather, right? We are an ummah of, uh, you know, we are an ummah and we are, you know, you know it, it's within our DNA as Muslims to always be concerned about, you know, the community, the ummah as a whole. But in this Ramadan, in the midst of this pandemic, it is about I. It is about we as a family unit within the home. Some of us are individuals. Some of us are living with our spouses. Some of us are living with spouses plus the children. And some of us are living, yeah, in, in a combination, you know, with an extended family. That is what it's about. It's going to be about you as an individual and you as a family making the most, right? Making the most of Ramadan. And I'm going to, inshallah, when I come back from the, from the break, that's what my focus is going to be. My focus is going to be, let's reflect upon the Sahaba. How did they spend their Ramadan? Let's talk about the time. This is the time of reflection. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us this as a time of reflection. This is a time when subhanAllah, your Ramadan is going to be about family Ramadan. You're not going to be inviting others to iftar. You're not going to be going to any other collective iftar. You're going to be with you, your spouse, your children, your extended family, if you live with them, and it's about you and your family. This is an opportunity for you to take the most of it. This is an opportunity for you to make your massage, your, your, your homes into a masajid. Make your homes into a mihrab. Make your homes into a place of worship. Make your homes into the caves that Rasulullah would seek out to go and, and seek solace and seek solitude and seek you know, closest to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Convert your homes. Convert your room. Convert a room in the house as a place of ibadah. You know, make the qiyamul layls and the tarawees. We're going to be discussing that. We're going to be discussing dua and dua and more dua. We're going to be discussing tawbah, istighfar and mawtawbah. Right? And we're going to be discussing the tarawee praise and how we can do to some practical ways that we can do tarawee praise in the uh, in our homes, right? We're going to discuss that, inshallah. And we're also going to be discussing some of those things that I don't want you to do. Don't want you to do. Because we know, right, that with this self-isolation, with this lockdown, is we're seeing a steep rise of social media. We're seeing a steep rise in TV consumption. We're seeing a steep rise in, in people looking for other forms of entertainment. No, self-isolation, uh, lockdown, it is not about increasing your social media intake, you're increasing your you know, entertainment you know, avenues, right? But with Ramadan, it's about increasing the avenue of connecting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, increasing your spiritual levels, your boost, your iman levels, right? And getting closer with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we'll discuss this in, in the 26 minutes I'm going to have available to you when I come back from the commercial break, inshallah ta'ala. So we're about three minutes away from the break, inshallah ta'ala. Uh, and I just want to remind you that you are with me, Hafiz Shaban, on the weekly live learning show. And we are covering a very special series that has been prepared for Inspire FM audiences and sister station audiences 
where we are taking a three weeks deep dive into preparing for Ramadan. Last week we, we discussed countdown to Ramadan and why we need to prepare for Ramadan and its arrival. And to be honest with you, I told you earlier at the beginning of today, this week's show that I don't even need to answer that question. Our atmosphere and the environment that we are currently living in speaks volumes. There is death all around us. And if we ever needed a reason to prepare for Ramadan, then just switch on the TV and follow the news with regards to the pandemic and that would make you you know, alert and, and, and aware. And then this week, inshallah ta'ala, we are currently covering week two, which is this Ramadan is going to be different. And how do we prepare and how do we make the most out of it, inshallah ta'ala. And we just discuss what the traditional, typical Ramadan, you know, that we were so reliant upon to help us with our iman, with our boost, to boost our iman levels, our spiritual levels, our Ramadan experiences, right? And now we're stripped away from that and we need to recreate those atmospheres within our home with me as an individual and with me as a family unit, inshallah ta'ala, right? And when we come back from the commercial break, inshallah ta'ala, I'm going to be discussing the practical ways, practical ways how you can translate that, right, into our own homes, inshallah ta'ala. Do you remember me in your du'as, inshallah ta'ala? We're going to go into a commercial break. We've got about 20 seconds remaining to the commercial break. We come back, inshallah ta'ala, let's do a deep dive into some of those practical ways we can, inshallah ta'ala, take to really boost our iman levels, boost our spiritual levels, and make the most out of Ramadan as individuals, as a family unit, lockdown in our homes during this month of Ramadan, inshallah ta'ala. Until I come back from the commercial break, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahabihi ajma'i. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And welcome back to... The weekly live learning show with me, Hafiz Shaban, on Inspire FM 105.1 FM every Saturday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. live on Inspire FM. Also live across some of our sister stations that also transmit this particular program, inshallah. I pray that all of you, my listeners, our listeners, are well in the best of health and iman and keeping safe in this current climate of the of the pandemic. We also, I also, I also ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala that he allows us to be uh, to, to witness the month of Ramadan which is just a stone throw away so we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to barik lana fi radu wa sha'ban wa ballighana Ramadan ameen thumma ameen whilst we oh, as we're discussing Ramadan then of course we are currently going through a three week special special series uh, live on Inspire FM which is all about preparing for Ramadan preparing for Ramadan like we've never prepared before should is my message to all of my listeners and to myself subhanallah if if there was ever a time that we really needed a reminder that you know the current climate and the atmosphere is the time and the atmosphere that should really be pushing us to re- to to reflect to contemplate and to turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this this week and today's show I, in the first half an hour I was discussing precisely what what we were accustomed to for Ramadan a couple of weeks ago I can tell you my personal experience you know I was applying to different masajids to you know to prepare and to lead uh, you know the tarawih prayers to lead tarawih prayers and subhanallah we know all of that has come to a standstill so a few weeks away, we were preparing the massages 
improving them, cleaning them, readying them for Ramadan, for the peak season. And today, our masajids are closed. Right? So we are accustomed to a traditional you know, trajectory and traditional set of activities right? that we rely upon in the month of Ramadan to give us that spiritual boost. Right? And it's normally, it's normally dependent upon a communal atmosphere, a collective atmosphere, a, collab- a collective atmosphere that is surrounded you know, by the environment of the masajids and the recitation of the Quran in the masajids and the ibadat in the masajids and etc, etc. And this Ramadan, 1441-2020, it is the first time in our living memories that the masajids are closed and will not be accessible in majority of the weeks or and days of Ramadan, if not all of the days of Ramadan. So it's very important, very important, we recognize this factor. And more important than recognizing this factor, how do we then make the most of it? How do we then make the most of it in lockdown and in self-isolation, if we are in self-isolation at home? Right, so before, in, in, in the first half, I'm going to re- just repeat one point. So it is no longer, you cannot, I cannot, we cannot no longer rely upon the you know others i can't have a dependency upon others this ramadan to help me and to push me and to boost my iman levels my spiritual levels in this month of ramadan you can't rely upon others this this ramadan you know normally we have this dependency on others we can't have this dependency this time normally we have the dependency on the masajid you can't have this dependency on the masajid normally have the dependency on the collective atmosphere you can't have that dependency this ramadan so this ramadan you have to push yourself as an individual. You have to push yourself as an I. You have to push yourself as we, as a family. You and your spouse, you and your children, you and your siblings, you and the extended family that you're living with. You have to work together as a team. You have to work together as a unit. You have to work together to push yourself, to push your iman levels, to push your spiritual levels, and to make sure that you benefit from Ramadan at the same kind of levels that you would have done when the masajids and it was a you know a, a normal day of Ramadan. So that's the first thing. Acknowledge that, realize that, recognize that that it's gonna be about you, and you have to push up, right? You have to pull up, right? Your socks, and you have to pull up the, your game, your game plan for this Ramadan. You gotta pull it up, right? That's the first point. And you know when I was reflecting upon this. The, sah- the Ramadan of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum and some other scholars have already started saying that, that their, their Ramadan was very to the way that the, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam also did in terms of returning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and contemplating and reflecting and meditating and worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala right as he did in, in the Awari Thawr and Awari Hira when he would contemplate and reflect you know, and, and, and pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So subhanallah, the fact that we cut away from people, the fact that we cut away from visiting our loved ones, we cut away from our families, we cut away from our friends, we cut away from the community. Yes, I understand that. But that means you're, own, you're, you're alone, you're individual, you have less of a distraction and you have more of a time to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Make one of your rooms in your home and I'm going to discuss this later. Make one of your rooms in your home. Dedicate a corner in your home, in your apartment, in your flat. 
dedicate it as your mihrab, as a place of your worship, as a place where you will sit and you will reflect and you will make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Make your homes into a ghari thawr. Make your homes into a ghari hira. Make your homes into a masajid. Make your homes in a place where the azan is being called. Make your homes into a place where the iqama is being called. Make your homes into a place where there is salah in jama'ah. Make your place, your homes into a place where the Qur'an is being recited collectively. Make your homes into a place where the sound of the Qur'an is echoing and coming, you know, and being transmitted from the windows of the home. Make your home into a semi-masajid when the masajids are closed. I don't mean invite your neighbors and invite everyone in your street into your home if your home is spacious, no. But I mean that those that are living within your home, you as an individual, Make this and take this opportunity to reflect and reflect and turn to Allah in, in your individual capacity, in your capacity as a family and as individuals, if you're self-isolating or in your lockdown and just turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now that you don't have a community to go to, you don't have a masajid to go to, you don't have a center to go to. This is the time of reflection. This is a time of pondering. This is a time of meditation. And with time of reflection, with time of meditation, Allahu Akbar, what comes with that? The dua, dua, and the tawbah, and the istighfar, and, and, and repenting to Allah, and crying to Allah, and remembering the, the, our deficiencies and our mistakes, remembering the loved ones around us that have gone to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, remembering to turn to Allah and asking Allah for the, the tawbah, for the istighfar, for His mercy, for His forgiveness, and for Jannah and the escape from the fire. What better opportunity than an opportunity when we are in self-isolation, when we are in lockdown, subhanAllah. Nothing better in terms of an opportunity. And subhanAllah, wallahi, you know, I really think just from the bottom of my heart, from the depths of my heart, that if we cannot take this opportunity to gain that closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when we have so many distractions, positive distractions in the sense, you know, the, you know, the community and, and our family and our friends, they are positive. They can be positive distractions, also negative distractions. But, but let's look at it from a positive perspective. These positive distractions are no longer there. That means more time between you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's the way it should be in principle. And then I was talking about turning our homes into masajids, and I mean it, turning our homes into mihrabs, right? I want you to, you know, like I said to you before, you know, wallahi, these weeks we would have seen the hoovers out in the masajid, we would have seen the masajids being cleaned out, we would have seen the masajids being painted, prepared, right? And the carpets and, and, the, and, the, and the, you know, and the, the, the prayer mats being washed and dry cleaned and, and, and perfumed, ready for the masalis, ready for the masalis. Now you need to prepare your home. You need to prepare a room, dedicate a room in your home, which will be served as the worship of, for the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And something that I started in, in my house is call the azana out loud, call the iqama, let all the family members, those of them that you know, lock themselves away in their rooms in, in the upper floors in their home, let them know that it's the time for salah, it's the time for iqama, it's time for jama'ah, and let them gather together for salah. Right? In Ramadan, do that more. Gather the people together for salah. And then also the elders, the males, the females also in their capacity, let them take this opportunity to serve small reminders in Ramadan to the, to the young ones. Or the adults remind the other adults. 
with the hadith, with the ayah of the Quran and the reflection, inshallah ta'ala, in this, uh, in, in this month of Ramadan, as you pray in your homes and as you gather together in your home, use that as a point of a reminder. And of course, the Qiyamul Layls and the Taraweeh, you will be performing at home as in your individual capacity. Now, I know this is a, 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 an interesting debate may, tr- may be triggered off when I, when I say this, right? Some of us are more comfortable with reciting the Quran. Some of us are, you know, we, we, some of us struggle with reciting the Quran, right? And wallahi, I tell you one thing. Hashtag, what's the hurry? Hashtag, what's the hurry this Ramadan? You're at home. You're not, gonna, you're not running off to the masajid. You're not running off for taraweeh prayers. You're not running off for the, the, the jama'ah in the masajid. You're not in a hurry this Ramadan. Relax, take it easy. Relax, take it easy. Right? So even if you struggle with reciting the Quran, your qiyamul layl, your taraweeh prayers, you need to extend your salah. And now you're going to tell me, well, uh, well, akhi, I only know Surah Ikhlas or Surah Kawthar or Surah Al-Asr. I don't know anything else. So how can I extend my taraweeh salah when I only know Wal Asr or Surah Ikhlas? And this is when I will recommend that as those of us that are praying as individuals at home, right, or in twos or threes at home, Use the opinion and follow the opinion where some of the scholars have said that it is permissible for us to open the mushaf and read from the mushaf in, in, in the optional, in the taraweeh praise, in the optional praise, right? How else are, are you going to extend your salah? You will not be able to extend your salah unless you know the, the Quran from memory and are able to recite large portions of the Quran. And therefore, what I recommend for you to do, for those of us that are fluent in, in, in reciting the Quran, can recite the Quran easily. You pick up the mushaf and you use the mushaf in your taraweeh praise. So therefore, you are comfortably, right? So you don't need to sit down and recite a juz a day as we traditionally would do to complete the recitation of the Quran by the end of the month. Instead, use the taraweeh prayer that you're going to be praying at home and start from the beginning of the, of the, of the Quran with Alif Lamim, Surah Al-Baqarah, and every day I'll assign, I'll assign to yourself one just that you will recite in the Taraweeh prayer holding the Mus'haf. And in that way, your Qiyamul Layl and your Taraweeh prayer is extended as it would be in the Masajid. And those of us that take longer to recite, it will be extended longer. And you also achieve the double aim of completing the Quran recitation in the month of Ramadan because you will be reciting the whole Quran in your Taraweeh prayers and you will extend your Taraweeh prayers and you will also enjoy the benefit of completing the, mus- uh, the, the Mus'haf in this month of Ramadan. So that is my recommendation. Another point, we've got about nine minutes remaining. Another point. Yes, I did say this is a, this is a Ramadan of I and we as a, as a family unit because of the circumstances, right? But that doesn't mean that we can't rely upon and we can't reach out upon our neighbors to make sure that they are well. And some of us are still involved in some collective and communal initiatives and efforts as we help, right? You know, society, community get get out of this pandemic and, 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 and cope with this pandemic. But also, I want you to take this opportunity to focus and to develop and to build, right? Your, your, your bonds with your family, your immediate family that you live with in this Ramadan. 
So that is why I'm going to say this Ramadan, subhanAllah, can be very special in that sense because the Ramadan, you will be focusing upon you as a family unit. For those of you that have a spouse and a good relationship with your spouse, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you. That gives you an opportunity to harness and develop that relationship with your spouse. Those of you that have children, it gives you an opportunity to work with your children, get your children involved. They will get plenty of sleep across the evening, across the night, because there's no schooling in the morning. Okay, there may be some remote schooling, but there's going to be a lot more relaxation in terms of getting up and, and going to school and coming back from school, all of that, etc., etc. Now that it's going to be homeschooling, right? So it's going to be a lot more opportunity, a lot more flexibility, a lot more you know, a room for convenience to adapt and to bring into the kids, um, bring the kids into a collective atmosphere, right? Of ibadah together, of taraweeh together, of zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala together, to fast together. And of course, the kids will not be going to school. And therefore, all of this, you know, uh, traditional challenges around the kids wanting to fast and the schools not allowing them to fast and going to the school and having PE and having all of these different, you know, kind of activity, which, you know, makes their, their fasting difficult for them. Inshallah, this Ramadan, it will be a lot easier for, the, for your children to fast in this Ramadan because they will be home and you will be able to ensure that they have a, a relaxed day and they can have plenty of rest and they are able to conserve that energy and therefore they are able to dedicate a lot of their time to ibadah, to fasting, but also the school activity that will be assigned to them, of course, from remote schooling methodologies. Right? So, inshallah, I think in this Ramadan, inshallah, that will be a fantastic opportunity to build that good collective family unit, to build that good family spirit in this month of Ramadan, increase those family activities within your household, so that subhanAllah, maybe subhanAllah, you may gain something that you would have never gained in any other Ramadan because you're so focused in going outside of the, of the home. You're so focused with the communal uh, Ramadan. You're so focused with the iftars in Ramadan, in the masajids. You're so, so focused with the ibadah in the masajids that you've never really given the attention to your family and to the family unit and, into the, and, and to you as an individual this Ramadan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is forcing us to consider that, to consider that. So subhanAllah, plenty, plenty of things for us to reflect upon. And subhanAllah, just one more quick thing before I run out of time. You know, a lot of us, most of us will not be going into work this, uh, this, this, year, this year and, and this month of Ramadan. It's still primarily, primarily, and, you know, and, and uh, you know, uh, majority of us will still be working from home. We're still in the lockdown state. And therefore, it means a lot more relaxed, right? It means, you know, of course, a lot more, you know, ability for us to, you know, dedicate a lot of our time for the ibadah and for those tarawees and for those qiyam layls and for those du'as in the home that otherwise we may compromise had we had to go into work and we've been following a normal routine that a lot of us, you know, find it difficult to go to the massages and offer tarawee during the weekdays and we, you know, kind of reserve that to the weekends as a result, so this time, no work, no school runs, no distractions, no extracurricular activities. Another blessing in disguise in, in, that, in, in that sense. Last but not least, last but not least, brothers and sisters, do not allow the shaitan to take over your hearts and your minds in this month of Ramadan. Even before, outside of the month of Ramadan, never mind in the month of Ramadan. Social media, cut it. Cut social media. 
cut your TV, cut, cut your means on, you know, and, and, and avenues of, of entertainment that you seek out, right? Especially in this month of Ramadan. You don't need to forward every message that you get. You don't need to forward every joke that you get. You don't need to forward every reminder that you get. We get millions and forward millions of messages and reminders. You know, this Ramadan, just focus on, Ram- on the Quran. Focus upon the contemplation of, of the Quran. Focus upon you implementing those reminders. You know, we're so busy forwarding reminders that we don't implement those reminders. We don't implement those reminders upon ourselves. This Ramadan, you know, give yourself a target. Let me just focus. Let me just focus on the Quran this Ramadan. And let me focus on the meaning of the Quran this Ramadan. Let me focus on trying to apply that in my, in my life this Ramadan. And, you know, we're so busy with forwarding this, forwarding that. Let me update my display message. Let me update, update this. Let me update my social status. For God's sake, take a break. Take a break from social media this Ramadan. Take a break from your TV this Ramadan, right? Take away from seeking out those entertainments, right? Cut it. it decrease it. If not, you can't cut it off, right? I mean, it has its benefits. Don't get me wrong. I mean, there is going to be a lot more, you know, a lot more lectures that are going to be available. There's going to be a lot more streaming this, this Ramadan where people are going to be streaming lectures on social media. People are going to be streaming lectures over the media, over the internet. People are going to be streaming. Institutions are going, be, are going to be streaming reminders. Fantastic. If we can really be disciplined and we can just tune into those things, right? Excellent. A lot of us, you know, are going to be thriving and, and, and look forward to to you know, you know, to to would have looked forward to the massages and being in the haram this year. You know, maybe Allah alam. You know, we're already seeing the pictures from the Makkah to Al-Mukarramah and Medina to Munawwara, and we're seeing a very limited form of salah being offered in those massages to very very restricted few, right? And those that are at the service of the Masjid al-Haram itself. And this year, in terms of Tarawih prayers, Allah alam, what the plans are in the haram. But maybe we might see that the Tarawih prayer continues with only a handful of people, if indeed it continues in those massages. So inshallah ta'ala, I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows us to switch on our TV, yes, and watch the, the Tarawih prayers if the Tarawih prayer is live and indeed continues in the haram. And if it continues, it will be a very, you know, very, very different to those atmospheres and the, those scenes and those pictures that we're accustomed to when the massages are packed when the massages are packed. So inshallah ta'ala, I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows us to, you know, really, you know, take a, allows us to take a, the, the most of this opportunity of being in lockdown, in self-isolation, so that we can push ourselves and boost our iman levels, boost our spiritual levels, boost our, you know, spiritual levels and the iman levels of uh, our us as family units, right? And we can make the most of Ramadan. It's a time for reflection. And this is a perfect opportunity to reflect. It's a time for, for us to focus on Ramadan as a family. It's a time when we convert our homes into massages, into mihrabs. It's a time when we engage in Qiyamul Layl and Tarawih in our home. Use the Mus'haf. It's a time when we engage in Dua and Tawbah and Istighfar. And we are completely in solitude with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's a time when we cut away from the social media unless it is to increase our ibadah and to listen to a lecture and a reminder of Allah and, and His Messenger. 
and, and his kitab. And it's a time for us to cut away from that social media and entertainment and increase our remembrance and our dua and our dependency and our worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that first and foremost, he allows me to implement that as an individual. He allows me to implement that in my limited capacity or in my capacity as a family, as a family unit with my uh, children. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he allows this, that he allows us to, you know, reach this month, this glorious month of Ramadan, which is just a hand, you know, a stone throw away. But no guarantee, no guarantee that we will witness this month of Ramadan. So let's make the dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows us to witness this month of Ramadan, inshallah ta'ala. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that those of us, that those around us that have passed away in this a glorious month of Sha'ban, this month of Sha'ban, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives them and, and accepts them as shaheed. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that with a month with a, a month of Ramadan so close, yet still so far, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he allows us to be amongst those who witness this month of Ramadan and who are amongst those who are recipients of his mercy, his forgiveness, and those who escape from the fire. Next week, we'll be back with the final show in the, in the run-up, in the preparation of Ramadan. And we will discuss how do we make the most of Ramadan. I will be in conversation with the Ustad Kamal Abu Zahra, inshallah. So do join me next week. And then I will continue uh, with, this, with this series, inshallah. Just remind you with me, Hafi Shaban, on the weekly live learning show, every Saturday from 7 p.m. until 8 p.m. Until next week, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi. Wa barakatuhu.